0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. I'm your host, Austin Creed. I want to welcome you to the show. Since it's Sunday and most people are either at church or they went to church this morning, I thought, hey, you know what? Let's talk about some church issues today. And I'm no stranger to this. I wrote a book on the subject, Biblical Bachelor, talking about how the church is falling short, especially when it comes to young men. And, oh, don't worry, I got some receipts. So if you want to come in here and with your language and you want to come in here with the the pathos argument and you want to shame me with, no, 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 we ain't playing that here. We, you have entered into the court of logic and facts. And in the spirit of logic and facts, you might say, you know what, Austin, I don't like that you can be cynical. I don't like, I want, I want you to be more positive. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm very positive that what you're about to hear is probably going to uh, get you a little mad. You might get a little, uh, you might say it's borderline despicable, quite frankly. And um, the funniest thing is on one of these, I actually commented, one of these videos we're going to check out today, I actually, I had to comment, you want to know why I had to comment? I had to comment because I could not handle this, I could not handle what I was listening to. It, it was so despicable. I could not just let it go by. There are some things I could say, you know what? Father, forgive them if they know not what they do. And then there are other people where I'm like, nah, man. Nope. Oh,
1: hell no.
0: No, I'm calling you out because this is unacceptable. And to show you that I 100% did, my comments right there in bold. I'll reach the comment, then I'll play the video and I'll see. I'll let you decide, was my comment fair? Was it foul? Am I the bad guy? Is he the good guy? Well, let's go into it, shall we? My comment about this video is the following. My comment is, can I please get a check on this man's testosterone levels, please? This is a disgrace. Using God to make men take a bad deal is reprehensible. That's what I said. Now, let us play the video in question. If you're single right now and you desire a
1: relationship, I believe that you're gonna end up in a relationship that is full of life. Yeah. Uh, y'all don't even believe it. it She's like, I don't even know, Pastor Mike. I'm telling you, by faith, you're gonna end up in a relationship that's full of life, a relationship that brings joy, that blesses oh. others. If your relationship is bad right now, I believe that God can turn it around. He's the only one that can take broken things and create a masterpiece. You lied to me. But the thing you gotta realize is the journey doesn't always look like the destination.
0: Write that down. <laughs> the journey <coughs> doesn't always look like the destination. If you're si- All right, all right, turn this guy off. Turn him off. Turn him off. I don't wanna listen to this anymore. Let me tell you something right now. I'm not here to insult people. It takes away from the facts and the conversation. But I want to make an observation. Number one, I'm sorry, bro. You kind of dress like Urkel out here. It's kind of distracting. But more than anything else, this dude is a panda bear. He is pandering to women in the church, which is one of the biggest problems we are seeing in the church today. And that's why on the thumbnail of the episode you're watching, I have a picture of a man looking up, at the plain glass window, and in the place of God, there is a woman. And you might say, Awesome, it's terrible! How could you do that? But you know what? Calm down, gather yourself real quick because we're going to have a conversation. Number one, do you remember the story of Adam and Eve in Genesis 3? Genesis 2 and 3 when they're in the garden and then they sin and the fall happens and the serpent and all that well let me tell you something let me reframe this in a way that maybe you haven't thought about this before uh for those of you who have a um, faulty memory maybe you've forgotten it was eve who was tempted by the serpent and then ate the fruit first that's number one number two adam was facing a choice he knew what god told him to do on the one hand But he saw what his wife did on the other hand. He had to choose. In that moment, Adam had to choose. Did he choose his wife or did he choose God? I'll I'll repeat that in case you missed it. He had to choose his wife or choose God. And he he chose his wife. Why? Why does a man choose any woman? Let me give you a hint. It's not for the companionship. No, it's not for the great company. It's not for the humor. It's not for any of that. It's for the um, it's for the lock down there for the the key that he possesses in the similar place. He chose to serve the woman, and not choose God. Don't believe me? Okay, well let's look at it like this. How many of you have uh, seen a married man recently who wasn't henpecked, who wasn't like oh, happy wife, happy life? Yeah, man, like, I got to make it work. Oh, don't worry. I'll play videos of exactly what I'm talking about. But let's really have that conversation. When was the last time you saw a married Christian guy who didn't give you that, oh, don't worry, man, you got to put your wife first. You got to always put yourself last. That kind of that kind of guy, that kind of gump. That's his advice to you. Not to stay on your ground, not to be a leader, but somehow leading means following your wife's example. What kind of leadership is that? Can someone explain to me what kind of leadership that is? Because I don't know what it is. That's what passes for leadership today? Meanwhile, you're the one paying all the bills. You're the one um, taking care of the kids, if you have any. You're the one earning most of the money. And yet, you have to follow her, because if she doesn't, if you don't do what she says, she then uses the uh, her punani as a reward against you. In other words, if you don't do what she says, she's going to... Holds you, uh, sexually hostage. Tell me I ain't lying, please. Please. Oh, I know the women are big mad right now. They, they sound like this right about now. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. Has nothing to do with discrimination and everything to do with just this unavoidable fact. I would love for anybody listening to the show to tell me in the comment section or on my Twitter handle at SheepGetSheared, and my DMs are wide open, I welcome it. Give me a logical argument that tells me where I'm wrong. You can bring scripture. I don't. You can bring journals. You can bring whatever the hell you want. But I want someone to I use no pathos. I want logos or ethos. And I'm coming here and give me an argument to tell me I'm lying. Because I guarantee you, you can't do it. Like, you can't do it. This is why men are leaving the church. In fact, I'll show you an article. You don't believe me? That's okay. I got receipts. We're going to go through an article right now about from crosswalk.com major christian platform and it says is the church driving men away i'm not the only one look at this they have an ad for dementia on the screen what
1: oh hell no
0: oh but we're appealing to young men right are you kidding me what is this a joke all the gate let's go down here uh, let's see. Uh he just, okay, his his article. I'm not here to promote him. It says Oh boy. Here are some examples. Oh uh, it says who wrote the best-selling book, Why Men Hate Going to Church. It says, Which I drew content from the article. Here are some examples that they say that men are not they hate going to church. It is a shallow assessment with many stereotypes and f- uh flat. no, 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 come on, we ain't here to read all that. Here we go. Here we go. So, American churches, are they really drawing women more than men? Yes. The answer is yes, they are. And so they say that smaller churches are the issue. It says an examination of statistics reveals that in Christianity, is the only major religion with a large gender disparity. The only. They assert that the typical church in North America draws an adult crowd that is 61% women. I'll repeat that in case you missed it. 61% of the congregation in the typical North American church is female. That means 6 out of 10 are women. Why? Why is this the case? Well, let's keep going. It says U.S. churches have attracted more women than men since colonial times Uh, They bring up World War II, which is another interesting case because, so here's the problem with World War II. With World War II, or at least pause for a second, in World War II, a lot of the men went off to war. A lot of them didn't come back. But when they did come back, the people who ran that church during the war were the guys who couldn't be drafted, were too feeble to fight, and the women. So... Who was the pastor? Who was the youth pastor? Who was the uh, missions pastor? Who was the worship pastor? Not the strong macho guy, because he was at war. The guys that ran the church were the old grandpas, the guys who were weak, and women. Ran the church during World War II. So when the men came back to church when the war was over, they were like, what the hell is this? This ain't church. And they left, and they never came back. And that's why we see this large discrepancy right now as we speak. This is why. While some surveys yield significantly different results and attendance patterns vary across denominations, yeah, 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 almost every church attracts more women than they do men. Why, you might say the disparity is most pronounced in the historically black protestant churches in other words the black men have, have also come to know that there's no there is nothing to gain by going to church really anymore now is there some benefit in spirituality absolutely but in the church what do i have to gain i'm throwing the money so they're tell me to be a gump and a simp why for what where it says we're women in the, this is in the black church Women account for 70 to 75% of morning attendees. As a three out of four are, are women in the black church. Now you might say, well, Austin, why why is that? Oh, I know why it is. It's because we got gump pastors telling these men to marry up these 30. 35-year-old women who've been ran through who are horrible investments and then you're told that to be a good man, you got to wipe her up. Hell no. What? Yeah, we ain't doing that.
1: Oh, hell no!
0: We ain't doing none of that. Mm-mm, nope. Nope. Declining mainline Protestant churches, so not just a black church, but Protestant churches in general, 65% female. Why? We might ask, well, why? Let's go down. Uh, mega churches. who cares about them? Oh, does the church need men? Oh, boy. This should be real juicy. When the article asserts that fewer men than women attend church, some readers vilify the men. Oh, here we go. The name-calling, the shaming language. You know what your mom did to you when you were a kid. Let's see, what do they say? Men who hate or refuse to go to church need to read the Bible. Oh, oh really? We need to read the Bible, is that right? Oh my God! Oh, in other words, I'm the problem. Not you for being a skeezer. Not you for showing up, trying to throw your hell Mary pass to win. Not you, I'm the problem. In other words, it's always the man's fault, yet again. You ever notice that women don't want to take accountability for Jack, ever? It's never their fault. It's always your fault. You ever notice that? It's always your fault. You're always to blame, not them. You have the penis, so it's your fault, apparently. Uh Let's see what else they say. The only men who hate going to church are those who aren't Christians. Let me tell you something, you bum you. Uh I am very much opposed to this idea. Because, number one... If you want to follow the traditional Christian model, it is God who decides who goes to heaven, not you. Not your bitter butt. It's God who decides, not you. So I don't want to hear this rubbish. What is this, this, like the 1600s, where you're going to go to hell if you don't do what I say and you don't praise the Lord. And if you don't go in church and you raise your hand and praise, you're going to go to hell. Yeah, we ain't buying that crap no more. No. Mm -mm. No, thank you. Yeah, we ain't, we ain't buying this anymore. This isn't 400 years ago. Uh Oh, yes. The classic sports keeps them at home. Oh, yeah. In other words, who dare you actually like sports? What do you... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, blame football. Blame everybody besides you. Blame everybody that's not you, basically. Oh, I see. Okay. Has nothing to do with the fact that, oh, you're telling me to take a bad deal. Oh, you're telling me to marry you when I had to work really, really hard and I got to settle for somebody who I wasn't good enough for five, ten years ago. That's not the problem. The problem, apparently, is football. Um, I'm not ruining my Bible enough. And um, I'm not Christian enough. Oh, that's real good. Oh, yeah, I can, I can totally see why men are flocking to go to church. The implication is not the missing men aren't really aren't missed very much. Men can sense they are not needed in the church anymore. Oh, in other words, feminism worked. Telling men, we don't need you. You ain't good. You ain't. You ain't anything. We can do everything you can do. Clearly, you can't. Because if you did, you'd see. Here's the thing: you give people what they want, and then they're gonna still complain about it. We give people. We give women equal pay. Not good enough. We want more equal rights. Not good enough. We want more. We give them. They say, oh, we we don't need you. We, we're better off alone. Cool. Okay. Go ahead and do that. They don't like it. You can't please women, dude. It doesn't matter. I don't care if they're Christian, not Christian. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter, dude. But men are needed desperately. Well, that's funny because um, if we look at uh, traditional business, business says, oh, if we have a supply and demand issue... We need to fix something. We need to address that issue because if we don't, then our business is going to fail.
1: Business, business, business. Numbers. Is this working? Yes. Yeah.
0: Yay! In other words, if we, if this is failing, we need to adjust. How are we going to adjust? In other words, we're going to we're going to point fingers and blame and shame. Well, good luck with that. Get back to me when that works. Gentlemen, if you don't want to go to church and you're done being told that if you're a bad person and you're not Christian enough if you aren't going to church or if you're not taking a raw deal in marriage or anything else, please buy my book, Be Biblical Bachelor, Not because it makes me money, but because I don't want you to just be a drifter. I want you to have an active purpose and let you know that you're not alone. If you want to go your own way, if you want to have an untraditional lifestyle, I'm here for you, man. I'm blazing this trail. No one else is on this trail. I'm happy to have you join if you want, man. Because at the end of the day, I'd rather you try to go on this road with me than take a raw deal. Many studies have shown that a lack of male participation leads to a church decline. No kidding. It's almost like men do most of the work. No kidding. Meanwhile, fast-growing churches always have active, enthusiastic men who bring their families. No kidding. But there's there's no reason for men to really have families anymore. There really isn't. You could still have it, but there's no reason for you to have it anymore. What? So you can give everything to the woman and basically be a servant, or when she gets bored with you, she can take half your crap and your kids and leave? That's not what relationships are meant to do, but yet that's what we're seeing today. Children who devote with devout fathers are usually likely to stick with the church as adults. This all points. See, young men are the key to church growth. Really, then why are they telling young men? to take it or leave it you see in in business if you have a target audience you appeal to that target audience and you say hey we're marketing to you we're gonna make this a benefit for you but so in other words you know what you need but no one wants to change they're just gonna shame you guilt you make you feel bad and try to get you to come back oh that's gonna work good job clearly it's working just ask the black church. Clearly, it's working. When your church attracts young men, the young women aren't far behind. No kidding. It's almost like they say, hmm, oh, a good gump who's gonna pay for all my stuff and who's gonna not, you know, I'm totally safe and and I can have the kids and the dog and the in the, the house and the and the kids and all the, and the fence and all that. Oh, sign me up. No, no kidding. No kidding." I mean, what is this? I can't believe this, dude. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A typical congregation... How did I miss this? A typical congregation can function quite well without men, but, but the women disappear. The ministry machine would grind to a halt. Pastors know this, so they work very hard to keep their adult women happy giving and volunteering there it is right there there it is right there in bold pastors are pandering to women just look, let's let's go back to this guy that's exactly what he did exactly what he did talking about oh you your man gonna come even though you're totally washed up and you've made a bunch of bad choices but your man go find you well, this is getting weird. Yeah, good luck with that. Uh, Let's go to the next video. Uh, Because, so, young men are supposed to be the target demographic, right? They're supposed to be the, We need to build our church around young men like Jesus did. Oh, well, let's see what advice they're giving to young men. Apparently, what young men need to hear. Oh, boy. Let's see what you got for me, pastor.
1: Sex drive is a thing of nature, but it needs to be repurposed by grace for the glory of God. So grace restores nature. It doesn't obliterate it, and it also doesn't elevate it. It restores it to original design under God's God's word. And so we need to tell guys, like, look, your desire to conquer things is good if it's for the glory of God. Don't waste it on video games. Don't become a punk. Don't become, like, involved in violence. But you, we need masculine people. The only thing that will protect us from dangerous men is dangerous men that are virtuous. Mm. And so that desire to be dangerous, to be strong, to take risk, all that stuff is God
0: given. It just needs to be reordered according to the word of God. Six drop. Okay, what is that actually? Can someone tell me what he just said? So, in other words, I need to do everything right by. What? In other words, I need to be dangerous but virtuous. So, in other words, he's copying Jordan Peterson, okay? And then, what else, did he, what else did he say? Drive is a thing of nature, but it needs to be repurposed by grace for sexual transmutation. Uh, we're copying Napoleon Hill. The
1: glory of God.
0: So great. For the glory of God. What does that mean? For the glory of God. What does that mean? Okay, this is the type of Christianese that gets on my nerves. Okay, they just talk in this sphinx-like riddle language to sound sophisticated and so spiritually mature, when in fact, I guarantee you. They don't even have an actual answer. They just sound vague. It's like when you go to somebody and they talk in the riddle and you're like, oh my God, that's so profound. That's so deep. It's like, you didn't really actually say anything. You implied everything, but you didn't actually say anything. (laughs) I mean, am I tripping? Again, for the glory of God, what does that actually mean? What does that mean? Does that mean go join a crusade? What does that mean? I don't understand what he's talking about. And see, here's the problem. He's not being direct. He's going around in circles, and then guys like me, and guys who are around my age, they say, Wait, what is this dude saying? What is he actually saying? He's not giving directions. He's talking kind of like a woman, without... By saying by implying everything and not actually saying anything, when I was in the military, my MTI, my supervisor, my sergeant, master sergeant, chief, when they said they they would tell me, "Creed, go here and do this, do that, do this." This time, they would give me very specific instructions on how to do things, and I did it. They didn't say, "Oh, uh, in the to, so the to go push forward, the glory of God." What? What does that mean? Like, see, I don't blame guys who are not religious. And then they come to church and they hear stuff like this. And their response is like, this is
1: getting weird. They don't,
0: they're like, I don't know what this means. They're not given directions. Men like to be given specific marching order level instructions. And then you have guys like this who are out of shape, who are out of the game, who have no idea what the dating market is like, what they face. They have no idea they're, their testosterone is low because they're out of shape and they're older. And they want to tell us younger guys, oh, if you want to be masculine, you got to do this. If you want to be masculine, oh, you mean like you? I don't want to look like you. Uh, what are you talking about? I mean, where's the guy who's built like the rock who's telling men, hey, you know what? Marriage is not what it used to be. And if you want to get married, you're welcome to do it, but be aware of the risks. You're, you're marrying the state as much as you're having a commitment before God. And I really take care of myself, and I know what I'm talking about because I'm educated and I go to the gym and I take care of myself. My testosterone's high. Where is that guy at? Oh, I guarantee he's not in the church. That's why. Because, again, they're not giving specific examples, they're not being precise, they're not laying out a map for you. They're giving you a Sphinx level riddle and then if you don't figure it out it's your fault what are we doing man like this is the problem this is why young men are checking out and on top of that you tell them this happy wife happy life garbage like this guy right here who we're going to get into advice for young pastors and husbands oh boy let's get into this juicy piece of content And know it's really hard to young If We have any young
1: pastors, you know, every fight that Tammy and I had, I felt such immense pressure to make it work because I felt like the world was watching and marriage is hard enough. You don't need outside pressure on your marriage. Mm -hmm. There's enough internal pressure. And I would go back to Matt and say, look, quit worrying about, you know, whether or not you can preach on Sunday and just worry about whether or not your wife is right. Worry about, are you wrong?
0: Okay, first of all, you should flip that because, number one, I guarantee you it's not your fault. She'll make it your fault, but I guarantee you it's not your fault. Most people in general, especially women, and I'm not trying to pick on women. I'm just just describing you. I'm not attempting to insult you. I'm describing you. Most men are ignorant to the ways of most women. Most women are very insecure and they're unhappy with their appearance. They're unhappy with their lives. They're insatiable creatures. And so they then put that onto you, the man, to fulfill their desires, which is unfair. But then if you can't do that, you're the bad guy. So not only do you have to take care of an entire church, you have to also also take care of this woman and her kids, not your kids. Because if they were your kids, they wouldn't be taken from you like they do in our divorce court. You'll find out real quickly how the system actually works
1: worry about how do I reconcile this and mm-hmm. how do I lead my wife through this? Because I tend to not be present. I I'm future oriented. I'm vision oriented. And my wife is, so if, if I'm off, if my sin is I'm in tomorrow, my wife is on the tip of her nose. Mm-hmm. So we, like she, she is right here. That's where she lives. And that's dangerous too, because see the <coughs> big picture. Mm-hmm. She can't see around the corner, but then that's what I think why we make such a great team is I'm, too far in the future and she's too close to herself and so we we've had to work through that
0: what is this dude even saying so he's pointing out that that his wife has no ability to see into the future or doesn't or is too lazy to do it i guarantee you she could if she wanted to because most women are really smart but they're lazy whereas again he's making it about he has to conform to her this is not a biblical thing biblically women are supposed to follow men the problem is that's not actually how it works because women have something that men want and they use it against them when they're single women use it against men. Cause that's how they get a man to commit to them in the first place. And then when they get married, they don't turn that off. They then use that sex against the man to leverage and henpeck him to basically make him submit to her. And you can see this playing out right here in, in real time. I'm not making this up.
1: But- and I would just say, I think it was probably year five or six. I just told Tammy, I said, I don't know what I'm doing. Hmm. Like, I don't know how what? to be a pastor. I don't know how to be a husband. I don't know how to be a dad. I'm oh. learning all of these things on the
0: fly. Oh, hell no. Never, never say this. You know, women will tell you, if you ask a woman about, oh, do you want me to tell you all my emotions and whatnot, she'll be like, yes. Yes. Yes, please be emotionally vulnerable with me. I want to I wanna care about you. I want you to let me in. And then you let her in, and then down the road, she uses it against you. Don't, don't try to debate me on this. I know this to be a fact. And anybody who says otherwise, you either haven't experienced it or it's happened and you just don't know about it. Ladies, please stop lying to me. I don't want to have this whole conversation. You should humble yourself, okay? I, I know this. Stop gaslighting. But again, why would you admit your own weakness to your wife, dude? That's extremely unattractive. Don't don't ever do that. How is she supposed to submit to you if you don't even know where you're going? And you admit it. I don't blame her for not listening to you.
1: I didn't grow up with girls. Mm-hmm. I didn't know what a period was. But doesn't matter. I, di- I, I didn't even know tampons existed. I <laughs> you know, so I get married. I have two daughters. Right. My I'm I'm in a new world, man. I oh, have no, no clue about you know how to talk. So our my home life was very male dominated. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom's not a, a man. She's a woman. <laughs> but but she was a she was my mom was a, a boy's mom. Mm-hmm. And it takes a special woman to be a mother of boys.
0: I can't let this is painful to listen to. Honestly, gentlemen, this is painless this is painful to listen to, ladies and gentlemen. I can't handle how is this guy supposed to leave? He admits he doesn't know what he's doing. And yet I was supposed to follow him as some wide Wise sage? When I know where I'm going, I know what I'm doing, but apparently you don't. Sir, women are not that complicated. You just want to accept the truth. That's the problem. People want to pretend like, oh, men are complicated. Oh, women are complicated. No, not really. They're actually really simple. The problem is the simple truth is often the hardest to actually accept. Now You might say, well, Austin, what is this truth you're talking about? Oh, I've gone into extensive detail about it. I, this is not my first rodeo, okay? This is not my first rodeo talking about female nature, male nature, the church, God. This is not my first rodeo. I've talked about it in, de- in, in depth. I wrote a whole book on a subject. I, I'm not new to this, okay? Men want peace, quiet, freedom. Women want security to be provided for, And the ability and the freedom to spend the money—that's what they want. That is what women want. And and do not sit here and lie to me. Either a, you're an outlier, or b, you're a liar. You you could take the pick, but not too many people can actually be outliers. Oh my goodness! I still have half this video to go. Do I even want to do this? Sure. See how much more I can stomach of this,
1: because their heart has to just die every day,
0: (laughs) you know. And so. I
1: didn't know. And so my, my Wait, wife, oh, anyway, their what did heart you say? has to just die. Every day. Go, go but, but she was a, she was, my mom was a, a boy's mom mm-hmm. and it takes a special woman to be a mother of boys because their heart has to just die every day. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? This woman is not laughing with you. She's laughing at you because you're acting ridiculous. Gentlemen, do not get caught in the conversation about feelings and whatnot. You'll never win. Don't do that. Please. That's like for any of you nerds out there. That's like going into Darkseid's dimension and battling him on his home turf. You're not going to win,
1: you know. And (laughs) so I didn't know. And so my my wife came from two girls and a dad, and he was a girl's dad.
0: Mm -hmm. Oh, in other words, he was henpecked and beta as hell, emotional and sent. Oh, well, this is getting weird. I love the poorly educated. This is terrible. This, is, this, this man's supposed to teach me how to be a man. This gentleman right here is supposed to teach me how to be a man. And not only a man, but a God-fearing man. But yeah, he's been completely domesticated. He's been completely feminized. He's basically been neutered. And I'm supposed to listen to him and his ilk about being a man? This is what a man is? Oh, hell no. Mm-mm. Oh, hell no. No, absolutely not. Them gifts and cards and, Aww. you know, presents for everything. You know, I just thought of you today. I'm like, if a woman ever says, oh, she means you're pathetic. Just so you know, you're cute. Never, never be cute. Dogs are cute. Puppies are cute. Um, Babies are cute. Small things are cute. You don't want to ever be cute. You're doing something wrong. I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. <laughs> So I had
1: had to learn, and I wish I would have said earlier, Matt, get rid of your pride and just Mm -hmm. admit you don't know what you're doing. What?
0: What kind of masculine energy is this? First of all, it's okay to realize, hey, you know what? I don't always know what I'm doing, but I know where I'm going. That's an important distinction, but he's not even making that distinction. It's all about, oh, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm supposed to. If you don't know what you're doing, how in the hell is anybody supposed to follow you? They shouldn't. I don't blame them for not following you. You don't know where you're going. Unbelievable. Because I think as I was a leader,
1: I thought I had to know. Yeah. And it just would have been yes, so you much do. easier to say, I don't know.
0: Oh my goodness. Get off my get off my show, you... Get off my show. This is ridiculous. How can you be a leader and you don't even know where you're leading the people to? What... Even Moses knew he was leading the Israelites to the Promised Land. You don't even know where you're leading people off. You could lead them off a cliff, you wouldn't know the difference. And I was supposed to listen to you as to be a godly man. Oh my goodness. I love the poorly educated. Get off my show. I, I'm, not, I'm not dealing with this. This is why men are checking out of the church. This is why dudes are saying, I'll find someone who will lead me then. I'm young. I want someone who's going to lead me. I wouldn't find a real leader who knows where he's going, not this guy. I'm not trying to pick on him in particular, but this type of guy who wants to say, oh, I'm a wise, I speak in Sphinx-like language at the pulpit, but then when I'm on a podcast, I admit that I don't know what the hell I'm doing, and I'm making it all up, and, and uh, sir, I guarantee you, your wife knows, and she does not respect you. I can guarantee you, and I don't blame her. I wouldn't respect you. You don't know where you're going. I know where I'm going. How is it me as a twenties year old guy? I know where I'm going in life. I know what I'm doing and you don't. And you're probably two to three X my age. How is that possible? Answer because you have to go and figure things out for yourself. And I just, ladies, if you're listening to the show, can you come out here and can you explain to men that they need to actually know where they're going? I don't care if you're religious, not religious, that doesn't matter. You need to know where you're going. Men and women alike do not like fake leaders. Fake leadership makes you get despised. You are worse than someone who is just normal. Being a charlatan, being someone who's leading people off of a cliff and you don't even realize you're doing it, that's the definition of a lemming. You're just following for the sake of following. Most people have the capacity to lead but they can't even lead themselves and they're out here leading an entire congregation of people they can't even lead themselves and they admit it and yet they're leading other people how is that possible how is it possible to do that and get away with it answer because you do it under the guise of god you say oh god knows i don't know but god knows oh wow that's really helpful that's really going to help people man I just, how can you, how can you sit there and tell me that that's going to work? And if I have to be the only guy saying this, if I have to be the only guy going my own way, then I'll do it. Fine. I'll do it myself. Then I'll do it. If I have to be the only one, then I'll do it. But I don't want to. I want you to decide for yourself. Am I right, wrong? That's for you to decide. My friends, the modern church has mutilated masculinity. Because they've replaced it with guys like that who have no idea what they're doing and they admit it. And yet, you're supposed to follow them in the name of God. No, I don't think so.
1: Oh, hell no!
0: No, we ain't doing that. I'm not doing it. You can feel free if you want. I'd rather leave myself. And this is part of the reason why... We're seeing the shifts that we're seeing. And why I believe that a lot of churches have on either knowingly or unknowingly replaced God with a goddess. And that goddess is women. Because apparently, happy wife, happy life has replaced the follow God with all your might, soul, and strength, apparently. With all your heart, soul, and strength. Apparently, that's been replaced. I, I didn't realize that it happened, but apparently it has. My friends, I will leave the rest to you. Disagree. Agree. Somewhere in the middle. You can hit me up on Twitter at SheepKaTSheared. Leave your thoughts in the comments below. I encourage you to do so. At the end of the day, it is only in your power to decide what you're going to believe and to develop your own personal philosophy. I encourage you to stay vigilant, informed, and to question everything that comes your way because at the end of the day, you never know who's around the corner and trying to exploit you. I'm out of here. Peace. Oh, 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 oh,